Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome to episode 45 of Life Over Par. I really didn't think we'd make it this far. But uh, <laughs> uh, this week we're going to be without Kyle. And I probably should have known that was going to happen. Uh, seeing today's half Christmas. Oh, yeah. He's always big to celebrate half Christmas. Yep. Um, maybe him not being here is kind of our half Christmas <laughs> present. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's what, yeah. I don't know. Yes, it's uh, June 25th. If anybody doesn't know what half Christmas is, you probably didn't watch uh, Workaholics. <laughs> but yeah, that's what that's from. Um, Kyle celebrates it hard every year. <laughs> yes. For like 10 years now. Uh, I guess uh, his in-laws are in town, and I think he mentioned something about maybe a, a date night with the wife or something. For half Christmas. I don't Maybe. She's maybe. probably getting Titleists yeah. with her... Yeah, he wraps a box of beer. She gets to unwrap a <laughs> box of Keystone Light or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of celebrating things like half Christmas and normal Christmas, but uh, Kevin, you said yourself a celebration. We uh, did. Would you, would you like I, to expand I'm on that? A little late to our start time because we had to go get ice cream mm -hmm. because my son pooped in the toilet for the first time. That's perfect. I love it. <laughs> so we had to celebrate. That's perfect. <laughs> That's that's worth being late for. Uh, yeah. Not only the act that he did. Let's hope the, but the ice cream. The streak continues. Streak. I see what you did there. <laughs> Hopefully there are no streaks, but the good streak. Um we do have a guest uh this week, and uh I'm gonna introduce him before we go over uh the recap of last tournament, because he might have a little input on some of the things that come from um, recapping that, um, our guest today, he is a Farwell graduate and a former member of their golf team. Um, he actually has a golf tournament named after him and he was nice enough to ask me to be a part of his team this year. And of course I said, yes, um, that, that was an honor and thank you. Um, he's also a fellow member of our Monday night golf league. He's doing pretty well. Uh, welcome to the podcast, JD Pakladinas. Welcome, JD. Thanks, boys. We'll start off kind of how we always do here. You'll tell us a little something about yourself, and then we'll jump into that recap. Yeah, like Nick said, I am a Farwell graduate, and I played all four years on the high school team. Mm -hmm. how, was, uh, how was that experience uh, playing high school golf for you? It was awesome. Yeah. I really... That's one thing that I do miss. You do miss high school golf? Yeah. Little team atmosphere? Yeah. Okay. We'll get more into JD uh, in just a second, but we're going to do the recap of uh, the U.S. Open, Tory Pines. The winner is John, John Rahm's mom. Yeah, every time they say John Rahm on TV, I'm just waiting for one time they say John Rahm's mom. <laughs> but they never do. Um, congrats to him. And I think that's kind of fitting given what happened to him the week before six stroke lead and get told he has to withdraw. Um, our picks 
Uh, you know, Kyle was supposed to be the, the first week here keeping track of the money, and he's not here. You give him a job, and he doesn't show. We'll probably never see him again. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Kyle had uh, Justin Thomas at uh, tied 19th, plus two. And then Cooch, he uh, missed the cut. Myself, missing the cut there with Tony Finau. And Gary Woodland, not a whole lot better, really, at uh, tied for 50th, plus eight. Oh, boy. And then Kevin, you know, you had two guys make the cut. Good good job last week. <laughs> uh, we'll get into this week's mishaps. Uh, Bryson tied for 26th, plus three. And then uh, Harmon there with a, a T19 plus two. So yeah, Bryson lost me a lot of money. Yeah, he had a bit of a meltdown there. Bryson the meltdown to Shambo. Uh, because you had two guys make the cut, though, you are on top of the leaderboard for the money that Kyle was supposed to be keeping track of, and now I'm doing it. <laughs> I didn't, uh, didn't think it would really go any different than that, but uh, $213,304 for you, sir. It's all fake, imaginary. Have fun with that. All right. Kyle, $125,363. And that uh, tied for 50th got me $27,327. It's not a bad weekend of golf. No. No, to be 50th place, yeah. Uh, I have a feeling I'll do a little better this week uh, with my picks. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, what did you think of, uh, the U S open there, JD? Did you, uh, happy that Rom pulled it through after what happened to him? Actually, I was only because of what happened to him. So if that didn't happen to him, who were you kind of pulling for? Rory. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who was pulling for Rory? You know, beat Spranger, you know, (laughs) kind of put him in his place with a he's done thing. Right. Yeah. We were I was pulling for Rory too. He's one of the non Americans I'd have been okay with. Yeah. Yeah. You do owe his in the major at least. Yeah, in the major. In the majors. Um what uh what has golf meant to you and when is it that you actually started playing golf? I was probably I wanna say five or six. When I started playing. And was that at Eagle Glen or different course at Eagle? At Eagle. Okay. Um, What, uh, I mean, they haven't always had a solo rider. You know how long it's been since the course had had the solo rider? How long they've had it? Yeah. Do you know how long the course have had it? They've had it since my freshman year and I graduated in 2019 so okay how is it that you played before the solo rider was there did was there a way to I had a chair that actually stood me up called the standing Danny standing Danny yes oh man I had no idea that was a thing standing <laughs> Danny uh, so how was how has that changed how you play golf? I would assume the solo rider is is quite a bit better. I would assume. Oh yeah, yes, because the standing Danny has a joystick, and if I if I really screw up on my swing, I uh, my hand can hit the joystick, which yeah, it'll move your chair around a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll that tend to throw off the swing a bit. <laughs> Um, 
played with you a couple times on the solo rider. It's a, uh, it's a pretty awesome little machine there. Um, it's something that you're pretty proud of and you actually think the course needs to maybe promote it a little bit more. Um, I do. So is there something that you want to say about it to maybe promote it a bit? It's not just, yes, I use it the most, but it's not just for me. Right. Anyone can use it and you don't have to, you don't even have to call to reserve it. Yeah. You can show up, um, for the most part, I mean, if JD's not using it, it's probably available. But uh, you're playing quite a bit lately, um, so maybe, yep. maybe it would be best just to make sure call in to reserve it. Um, but uh, I mean, if you have any sort of, uh, I don't know how I want a handicap, I guess it would say to where you have a little bit of struggle moving, maybe legs. This thing uh, can get you around the course. You can drive on the greens. And actually, you know, play play golf when you thought maybe you never could. How much easier is the solo rider compared to your standing Danny? Oh, <laughs> but I'd say maybe 100%. 100% better? <laughs> Night and day. Yeah. Um, what is, what's an average score for you this year at least? Uh, I'm mid-50s. Mid fifties, usually. Which I think that's pretty great. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, we'll go over maybe a little bit of of handicaps here with you, Kevin, just because of the improvements you've made. I went back and looked through seventeen and eighteen when you were my partner compared to this year. Yeah, <laughs> big change. Big change. Thanks, COVID. That's why we're a flight. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, COVID. Yeah, COVID helped. Yeah, I got to play. Play a bunch. Play every day. Yeah. Um, Miss that. Let's bring COVID back. So. <laughs> Just kidding. No. No. That's <laughs> not. Um, so you're saying you're shooting probably 50 to 54 range most times. But yes. you you did happen to shoot the best round of your life last weekend. Uh, do you want to get into that a bit? Yeah. So we had a buddy that got married this past weekend that we went down to the wedding and we hung out with our buddy for Friday and Saturday then went to Davenport, Iowa on Sunday morning and we got to play a course that has one mm -hmm. course I've never played before Nick, I'm sure you already know. Oh, I know. You can get to it. You, you're just building the suspense here. <laughs> hey, what do you think it was, Kevin? What do you think I shot? Uh, you're shooting 50 to 54, and you shot your best. Uh, 46. Go ahead. You were close. You were close. 44. Shot a 44. Which is... What I shot like two weeks in league at Eagle Glen, and of course I play all the time, and this is one he's never played, and just goes out and knocks around a 44. Very nice. It's good work there. I'm always happy with a 44. Yeah. When's the last time you shot a 44, Kevin? It was Monday. That's correct. <laughs> I when, forgot. When's the last time you <laughs> shot a 44? I actually forgot about it. Was it Monday? No, I shot, um, uh, what did I shoot? 42? 
Did I shoot a 44? Yeah. We both shot 44s? Yeah. Ah, oh, man. 42 <laughs> on Wednesday, though. Get it mixed up sometimes, but yeah. <laughs> oh, well. You trying to say we tied Monday? Well, I have a better handicap, so I won. So you, Yeah, so you won. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see how that goes, because uh, now you're an eight. Oh, you man. You are now an eight handicap. Jeez, that thing is hard to get up, but easy to go down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't play it anymore. We're shotgun locked, I guess. The few people that do know that game will laugh at that. If you know, you know. Yep, it's one of those. Um, I mentioned earlier you have a tournament named after you. That's coming up yep. here pretty quick, actually. <laughs> Very quick. Very quick. This Sunday, actually. Sunday? So the day before this is actually out. So if you're hearing it, on the day it comes out, it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Nice. How, uh, how long have uh, you guys done the JD Open? Oh, I think we started it in 2012, I believe, and had two years. Two years we had to, that you had to cancel, okay. Due so, to one year, I'm guessing, was COVID year. I'm going to assume that one. Last year, yeah. Yeah. And then what was the reasoning for the other one that got canceled? Completely right. Just a, what was it? Complete rainout. Rainout. Oh, well, no. you mentioned rainout. <laughs> this year kind of looks like it's going to be a little wet. This um, week, at least. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think positive, Nick. I'm I, trying know, to think positive. I know. Um, I do have rain gear. You were wanting to wear pink as a team. Yeah, um, pink rain gear? I don't have any pink rain gear, though. You got to get some. Next day, dude. I, next day, it. I I don't think so. For a one day, I, it's not something I'm going to wear a lot of. You could wear it forever. I don't think so. But I'll at least have my pink polo on. Um, is there a reason behind the color pink for, that you wanted us to to do that? Man, looks good. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. So, our buddy Brody. Mom, okay. okay. Is is Brody the other member of our team? Yes, that's yes. the one. Okay, was Iowa. Okay, that I was telling you about. Yep. Okay, I thought his name was Brody. I couldn't remember what it is. Then you just said it, and I thought, okay, that's got to be him, but I couldn't quite remember. Well, I'm gonna have my pink on, but it's probably gonna be covered by a black rain jacket. Some pink <laughs> golf balls. Pink golf balls. That's uh, that's JD there. That I'm actually going to play. You did you go buy a box of pink uh, balls, or did you already have some? I have a pink Callaway at my house. I'm going to play. A pink Callaway too, but not quite Bubba, but very Bubba like. He does ping, but yes, very uh, Bubba Watson like of you. Um, that I know. I haven't really known you. I can't say that. I knew you from the course. But, like, we've talked a lot more this year than any other year, really. Um, yeah. And it seems like you are just not only a golf fan, but just an all-around sports fan in general. I see you behind you, you have the big old baseball there. 
Uh, just a big baseball or, or sports fan in general. Um, so what are some of your favorite sports outside of golf? Like most favorite? Or can I have a couple? You can have a couple. We'll we'll allow it. <laughs> uh, huge, huge Redmond fan. Perfect. Nice. Same here with both of us. Even, yep. even though you, you know that they had not been doing very well the past couple of years. Nope. Not since they moved into the new uh, arena. <laughs> Which is, by the way. I've never been there. I would. That's one place uh, I'd like to go, and I'm kind of waiting for them to be a little better before I go. I'd, I'd like to go and watch them win. I went there once. Did they win? It was Disney on Ice. Oh. So, no. So, basically, it was like watching them. Yeah. Maybe a little more entertaining. Maybe, yeah. so other than uh red wings i mean i see you post all the time on cmu softball and baseball and and basketball and everything big cmu fans Mm -hmm. a huge fans i think your whole family might be (laughs) yes yes um is that because uh someone went to central both mom and dad went to Central. Okay, cool. Did not know that. That makes sense now that uh, the whole family's big fans. So have you been to a lot of their their events then, their baseball games, softball games, and all that? Yes. What's uh favorite one to go watch? Probably the CMU women. CMU women. Basketball or? Basketball. Basketball, really? Hmm. They're pretty good lately aren't they past two years they've made it to the NCAA tournament okay well tonight uh, game seven's going on lightning and the islanders I know who I want to win I think I know who Kevin wants to win I think I don't know Who, uh, who are you pulling for Going Islanders. There we go. Islanders. Going Islanders as well. Team of the future, I say. Oh. Uh, I was just, I mean, I kind of like the Islanders, but mainly it's because I like orange and blue. Is that, is that like, <laughs> that kind is of a, like a girlfriend chick? answer yeah, if I've ever like heard a, one? Like a chick answer, I think. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but I mean, I picked the Oilers in their orange and blue as well. <laughs> Who's your boyfriend want to win? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the Red Wings. Yeah. Jeez. Well, Montreal beat every team I wanted to win the Stanley Cup, so. Yep. Uh, Vegas out. Toronto. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's the first time since 96 they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. No. So. Good for them. They've they've waited a while. <laughs> they have waited a while. I have a little segment here. Um. Now, JD, you just started working at at Meyer. So yes. How, ooh, so how, I love how's Meyer. that going for you? And well, I love it. You love it. it? Yes. All right. What is it you do there? I'm a greeter. Perfect. I can't believe I haven't seen you there. The smiling face everybody sees when they walk in. I go to Meyer like three times a week. <laughs> Do you have a certain day you normally work so people can go on those days to see you? 
No, the my schedule varies. It changes all the time. Okay. Well, the segment I have here, and Kevin, you've been where you work for a while. Yeah. And about as long as you have. You do multiple jobs, and I'm sure there's times where things can go wrong. Um, like, what is the the dumbest injury that you've ever gotten on your job? I'm very safe. You are. Yeah. You never been hurt at work. No, I have. <laughs> I've been burned a lot because I'm a welder. Welder. Yeah. So. I get done welding something and immediately forget I welded it and lean up against it and burn myself. That happens more often than it should. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, one I actually had to report just in case because uh, it freaked me out a little bit. But I was I just bent over to pick up um, voice grips, and then my back went out. I couldn't walk for like three days. Ooh. <laughs> It was just kind of an unfortunate thing. That it was a there. fluke. I don't know. I don't know what. See, I thought that you were possibly going to mention the one where you were welding, and I think, what do they call them? Huckleberries? Hot hot balls? Uh, <laughs> maybe <laughs> burned uh, through your shirt and burned your nipple. No, nah, it wasn't maybe even that one. That, it was the filler rod, like the piece of metal that I melt into the metal. I turned it after I was done. The hot part towards me and stuck it right into my nipple. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I feel like that's probably it. <laughs> but I have a really dumb non-work injury, which okay. was getting my thumb in the way of a crossbow. That was <coughs> that was a good one. That would not be good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm lucky to still have my whole thumb. <laughs> that would have really impacted the golf game. There. Yeah, it hurt. Well. The reason I, I came up with this uh, segment here is because I did something pretty stupid at, at work just this week. I wondered what yeah what uh, got you going on that. Well, here's here it is. Um, if if you don't know, I'm a car salesman. Whether that's a bad stigma that goes with it or not, whatever you're thinking, crazy, whatever, crazy, but. Um, you see, this is like the most salesman injury ever. Uh, I got a tape dispenser at work and the little jagged part that rips the tape, you know, cuts. Mm -hmm. the, yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't work very well. It's like dull. <laughs> There's something wrong with it. And I thought maybe the tape was like thick, but I put that same roll into a different tape dispenser of somebody else's and it worked fine. So I knew it was something wrong with my tape dispenser. And instead of getting a new tape dispenser, I had the bright idea of let's just tape a razor blade to oh the my edge God. where the the cutter bar is supposed to be. Uh. So I put that on there and it works perfect. Cuts a lot, doesn't Cuts it? Cuts smoothly. Very nice. <laughs> and it was on there for two, three weeks. Working perfect every time. Well, I got it right up by my phone, and my stapler's right there next to it. Nice swing line, my stapler. Uh, and then my whiteout is right there, you know, a lot of salesman things that I need. And uh, in the process of reaching for my whiteout, I slipped my finger right across the corner of that razor blade, Ouch. reaching for it, and sliced it decently. And nice, smooth, even cut because it was a sharp razor blade. So it was good. 
uh, was bleeding pretty good. <laughs> and I have some thin blood as it is, so it, it bled probably more than most people. And yeah, I just kind of cut my finger because of my stupidity of putting a razor blade on my tape dispenser. Uh, OSHA doesn't make a lot of stops at car dealerships, do they? Oh, <laughs> they do. They just don't think to look for tape dispensers. <laughs> somebody this thing is somebody will now. This is a nightmare sitting on my desk. <laughs> and you'd think I'd be smart enough to get a new one. No. Nope. Still using it. Just makes me reach for my whiteout a little bit slower. You need to put like a plastic case over it. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Yeah, a guard when I'm not ripping tape. Put a little guard over it. There you go. Yeah. So that was probably the stupidest injury that I've had at work. Just, uh, yeah, why not buy a new tape dispenser and you can throw a razor blade? There's still time. I I mean, I probably buy 200 things a year on Amazon. I could probably just throw a <laughs> tape dispenser in my cart one of these times. Absolutely. Probably should. They'll allow it. Probably should. Um, <clears throat> later that night, you know, I had golf league. I had to stop. It was stopped bleeding. Reaching into my bag at the end of my round to get my keys out of my bag. It like pushed on the, the cut that was shut and it popped it right open again. And I was bleeding again after my round of golf. So yeah, it stayed together for a while. But yeah, that's my dumbest kind of injury. Um, JD, I would think you... You haven't quite been on the job long enough to have an injury. At least I would hope not. Um, but is there any injury maybe outside of work that was kind of a dumb incident that you did that you kind of look back and I'm like, man, why did I do that? <laughs> I've got one, but I could not control it. You couldn't control it. Okay. And you'll understand why when I explain it. Okay, please do. So I uh, went hunting with a couple friends of ours that we know mm-hmm. on a management hunt where you can't shoot anything bigger than a six point. Okay. We went out to our buddies, our friends' uh, ranch, and... We went out there two days. We saw basically nothing the first day. Mm -hmm. And then, actually, no. So, saw nothing most of the first day. And then, like, 15 minutes after or before we were going to get out of the blind for the day. Massive. 11 point mm. come the piles. It's a little bigger than a six. And I know. And I was not very happy that I could. <laughs> right. We all would be. Yes. And then, so the second day we went out and I got a six point and they have a little stand that they could put the, uh, it was a gun. It was gun hunt, not bow. Okay. So there was a little stand that they put on the put the gun on. Mm-hmm. They scooted me up. I shot the deer, and then like 
either the next night or two nights later, I can't remember, my leg was pretty beet red and swollen. Okay. Hot to the touch. So we went and got it checked out. And the when the gun recoiled, the little stand thing came down on my knee. Okay. Fractured my femur. Ooh. Wow. Ouch. But again, since I'm in a wheelchair, I can't feel from the waist down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I I didn't know that. Right. Until two days later when one it was warm to the touch and two swollen. Yeah. And mom and dad are like, that's not good. <laughs> right. It's not normal, that's for sure. So we uh <laughs> got and that was the result. Yeah. Hmm. But again, I couldn't really control it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And didn't really know what happened until like yeah. man, what's going on with this leg? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do they how do they help a broken femur? There's really no cast that you really put on your your quad, right? I mean, do they just kind of let it heal? They put me a air cast. Oh, an air. Okay. Well, so that's yeah. Glad kinda. glad you got your deer. Managed to get the <laughs> six point. Would unable to take that eleven that would have been real nice to have, right? I, I think I have. I even have a picture of the eleven. Well, at least you got to take that home. Maybe not the whole deer, but just the photo. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a few uh, listener questions, and like one, two, three, four, five, six, like seven or eight of them here. And yeah, I, I know. I know one of them. I know you messaged me thinking there wasn't a, a lot that came in because it wasn't on Facebook. There was a few that was sent to me directly, to where you wouldn't know them. Before the episode. Okay. So uh, I had one person ask me, are you driving yet? I'm in the process of it. I'm not driving officially yet, but I'm in the process of it. In the process of the driver's training kind of thing, getting getting used to it? Just actually just driving with mom and dad. I already took my driver's training. Okay. Did the written part. Okay. Passed the written part, so now I'm just getting a couple. I'm just practicing now before yep. I take the, the actual test. Yep. Another one we had come in. Uh, this one was from Spranger. He was wondering uh, what your favorite part was working our cap outing. can't say our cap outing. The cap outing that he helped put together. And I guess so maybe I, explain what it is you did, like where you were working. Yeah, I worked on hole five, which was a pretty hilarious game to watch. Okay. You have to use a baseball tee and hit your golf ball off a baseball tee with a fungo bat. Yeah. A fungo bat, for people that aren't quite aware, it's like a practice bat. It's a little bit smaller barrel. I mean, I think they also had just a regular wooden baseball bat, too. But uh, it was not as easy as it sounds. Like, you may have hit a baseball off a tee before, 
It sounds awful. Golf ball is not that easy. It does not sound like an advantage to me at all. How, I mean, how many people chose to use the baseball bat instead of driving from the normal tee box? Because the baseball bat and tee, you got to move up probably 200 yards or more. Maybe 230 yards. Yeah. Well, then that's an advantage. Yeah. Um, all except for three teams and you. Yeah, I was I was one of those teams. You were I, born. I here's here's what happened. All right, before the <laughs> tournament started, I had an opportunity to take three swings on the driving range. What? I had an opportunity to do a three swing practice, and let me tell you what. It's not that easy to do. <laughs> Where they put the tee, you had to make pretty good contact to get over the swamp, or the little swale area. The swale. The swale. Yes. Uh, because they kind of put it behind there. So if you hit a line drive, you probably just did a line drive into the swamp. Didn't help you. If you got under it and it was a pop fly, it's probably in the swamp. <laughs> Didn't help you. And of course, if you hit a grounder, it's gone in the swamp too. So you kind of have to really hit the ball good. And with my three practice swings, I didn't have enough confidence in myself to do it. <laughs> so I chose not to. But uh, what was your experience there watching everybody try the bat? It was pretty. It was pretty hilarious. I've actually got. Oh, I asked Nick. I mean, I go. Can I take video of this game? He's like, oh, absolutely. Get heggy. Yeah, it's encouraged. Please get all the video you can, really. <laughs> I was pretty disappointed in myself, though, because we had one group that did it that were four baseball players. Yeah. You would think they would do it. Yeah. The funniest part about that, Nick. Is all four of them did it, but all four of them missed the tee and the ball. And they were baseball players. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to assume they swung over the ball. I don't know what happened, but they missed the ball and the tee. Hmm. And that is why me, who is not a baseball player, I mean, I played some in school, but nope, that's why I did not do it. Right. Because they're baseball players and they couldn't really do it very well. That's, I mean, no way I was going to try it. Here's the worst part about that, though, Nick. That's the one team I did not get video of. Oh. You were thinking nothing funny is going to happen here. They're baseball players. It's just going to be good hits. Yeah. And then all four of them whiffed. They're like, darn that shit, do video. (laughs) Yeah. That would have been the good video to have are those guys whiffing. Another uh, a question we have here for you. Because you do live on the golf course, the question was, do you have an estimation of how many golf balls you have found in your backyard? Oh, um, I, I don't. I don't, even, I don't really know. I mean, are we filling a five-gallon bucket with golf balls? Is it that many that get over there? We have... And this is from my, from just looking in the weeds while we're playing too, not just in our backyard. Okay. We have 
three five gallon buckets and a tote full. Mm-hmm. So Four, three five gallon buckets. So of the three five gallon buckets, do you estimate maybe just one of the five gallon buckets is what's been in your backyard? Because they also asked how many has maybe hit your house. Surprisingly, we've had zero arrows. Okay. You kind of would have to have a pretty good hit to quite reach and be pretty far out, like out of bounds. But I feel like I could probably do it. <laughs> and I feel like I've probably come close. And maybe you've found some of my golf balls. <laughs> <laughs> Because I do know sometimes I come to the course and you're like, hey, I found one of your balls. And then you're using it. And then when I'm playing with you, you're using my own ball against me. I did, though. I did ask you, though. I know. Your one ball back. I know. Oh, no. Finders I keepers. lost it. You got it. It's yours. So then he uses my own ball against me. <sighs> Man. Another one that uh, was asked is, do you have a favorite golfer? And do you have a least favorite golfer Ooh, can it be does it have to be a men or can it be it both not. it can be men or women we will not discriminate here I'll, I'll give you both from I'll give you two one from each one okay Lexi Thompson on the women okay it's a good pick it was it wasn't gonna go tiger for the man. Okay. I think he's done though. Oh, he's on the, the <laughs> camp a, of Tiger's done. It's an unpopular opinion on this show, but I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Since you're not going with Tiger, who are you going with? I'm a, I like Phil. Add a boy. Man, you're you're in, Ke- in Kevin's camp over here right now. <laughs> I, I love I, Phil. I don't dislike Phil, but uh, he's not one of my favorites. I mean, as a personality outside of golf, I think he's pretty good on Instagram and his coffee stuff, and he's a comedian, really. Yep. But it's not like I find myself really pulling for Phil. He should commentate everything. Everything. Like all sports. Everything. Yeah. He is pretty funny. I mean, <laughs> give him that. He's funny. Um, he's a pretty good speaker. He dances. He wears glasses. I don't know. He kept John Rom's wife company while he was warming up. That was a very classy move. He's a classy guy. And I saw John Rom stuck around at the PGA. Yep. To congratulate Phil when he won, and he just kind of returned that back to him. That was a classy move there for Phil. Yep. So I'd say you got good picks there, Lexi and Phil. Do you have least favorite golfers? I wouldn't say least favorite, but one that I still can't figure out is Matt Wolf. I don't think Matt Wolf can figure out Matt Wolf. Doesn't seem to be able to, no. I I can't think so. His swing is weird. Well, yeah. yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. That's why I can't figure it out. Maybe if he got rid of that little dip, he'd be a better golfer. Yeah, a little forward <laughs> hitch in his swing. I don't know what it is. 
It helps it's him. It's weird. He Does says. It? He says. Oh, he's a pro. So I mean, you can't really bash him too much. He is a pro. But all right. Yeah, he is struggling a bit. And the weirdest about it, the weirdest part about this wing is he hits it really good. When he does hit it, yeah. When he hits it, he can. <laughs> mm-hmm. He smokes it too. It goes pretty far. He hits it pretty long. He just needs to figure some things out to be a little more accurate lately because it's not uh, not very good lately. Another question that came in. Um, I don't know if your dad listens to this uh, podcast at all, but uh, do you believe that you would be? Do you believe that you'd do better in league with a different partner? <laughs> and for those who don't know, his dad is his partner. Uh, yes. Yes. He is your Monday night partner. I think it was a just poking fun at him question. You really don't have to answer if you don't want to. Uh, let's see another one here because I don't think you really need to answer that one. Uh, this one came in pretty late right before we started. What is your favorite course to play in Michigan? And is there a course that you've not played yet that you really want to? I really like the Emerald in St. Is it St. John's? Yep. St. John's. Yep. But I also like, have you played Scott Lake? I have not. I don't even know where that's at. But I feel like I should look it up. Near Grand Rapids. Okay. And actually, that that course is where I tested Polo Rider before we got the one at Eagle Glen. Okay. And what was the name of that course again? Scott Lake. It was a it's a three nine hole courses in one course. Okay. Another question that had that kind of go along with that, uh, although I guess you didn't really finish which one you want to play. So is there any that you want to play that you haven't yet? Not that I can think of. Okay. Uh, but one that kind of goes along with uh, playing, and you said you trusted you tested the solo rider out before you really got one, is when you go play other courses, do you have to kind of – make sure they have a solo rider or are you able to transport the solo rider with you? So we, we trans, obviously we had to transfer it for high school league. Right. Or for high school play. Mm-hmm. We make sure that, Oh, they have one for before. I go play. Okay. I mean, what, it's probably a question to ask Sammy or the course, but do you believe that they would be willing to let you borrow the solo rider to go play a course if they don't have one? Is that something they said that they would be willing to do? I don't, I haven't really heard. Okay. Well, maybe that's a question we should ask. I think that would be pretty cool. I know it's probably an expensive uh, rig there that they have. Um, but, f- you know, I don't know how many courses in Michigan have a solo rider, and I feel like 
I feel like that's something that really limits where you're able to play. And if they have the ability to let you maybe take it with you at certain times, then that would uh, kind of open things up for you. And anybody else that would like to use it, really. Yeah. Uh, that was that was all the listener questions I had for you there. Uh, we'll get into this week's uh, tournament that's going on, the Travelers. Uh, we have our picks. Um, Kevin, myself, Kyle kind of had our picks before the tournament started. Did you have any picks for who you believe will win this week? There's a guy that graduated from Florida State. I think that, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> With the same last name. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty close. Pack. Yeah. <laughs> so you're pulling for him. Yeah. I'd have to look here and see how he's doing. Last time I knew, he was minus two. Last time. He was cut. Oh. Where did he finish at? Even. Even. And two under was actually a cut. That's a pretty low cut. Yeah, this that's That's a low cut. Yeah. And he finished... Even so, he really didn't play bad. He just shot bar both days. Well, in total, I guess for both days, didn't quite make it. But your pick kind of has something in common with Kevin and his picks. Does uh, yeah, yeah, it does. I picked uh, Jason Day and Seamus Power. (laughs) No, you didn't. I didn't. No. Oh. No, you didn't. I must have misspelled them. Yeah, you misspelled their names as uh, Fino and Fratelli. Oh yeah. Yep. You were. Yeah, it's uh, coming back to me now. Yeah, both F's. Yeah. And F- they sure F those guys F'd up on the first day, <laughs> and couldn't quite battle back to make the cut. So you went from having both your guys make the cut to having no one yeah. make the cut. So. I'm going to say you're going to get $0 this week. The math is pretty easy for you. That's safe to say. Yep. Uh, Kyle's pick, he had uh, Fat Prick Reed. I don't know why he picked him, but he did. And Todd, uh, Brendan Todd, I think his name is. Let me double check that. Uh, Yes, Brendan Todd. And so far, after two days here, they both made the cut, tied for 20th for Reed and tied for 48th, Todd, 5 under, 3 under. And then I went with Bubba Watson and Stuart Sink. They're doing all right. They're doing pretty okay. Bubba Watson tied for 2nd at 8 under. Stuart Sink tied for 20th at 5 under. So I think it's safe to say I won't be in last. <clears throat> oh, unless they really fall apart. I don't think I'll be in last after week two of actually keeping score and track of the uh, the money winnings. Pretty good odds, I'd say, it's you. Yeah, yes. I'd say so. All right. Um, did you have a dark horse? I mean, I, I guess maybe you considered, given the odds, that uh, John Pack was probably a dark horse to win. But of the people that's left, that's made the cut, who do you believe will win it? Just so you know, Phil Mickelson is T58. 
at two under. It's two under. What's the leader? <laughs> the leader is nine, nine under. Jason Day. And Jason Day, who came back from the grave. <laughs> I think he shot um, eight under today. So, do you have a selection of who you think maybe might might pull this one out? There's actually some some big names at the top. You know, Jason Day, Bubba Watson. Um, I'm going to count him as a big name. Oh, Kevin Kisner, the Kiz. Um, you got Justin Rose, who really hasn't done much. <clears throat> Poulter, who's kind of right there. Cantley, Scheffler, they're all kind of right there. Bubba's, Bubba's in it. That's right. That's uh, my selection there. He's tied for second, actually, at eight under. He's won at this course three times, which is why I picked him. Oh. He has, I think today was his 115th round at par under. No, that can't be right. <laughs> I thought it's your, like a, your story, bud. There was a stat that was like, and I thought it was like 115 rounds at par or under at this course. That seems like so a that lot. That seems like a lot. <laughs> now that I think about it, I the words came out and it seems stupid now. <laughs> I'd have to look this up, but he's had like 95% of his rounds at this course at par or under. Which That's really influenced my good. pick. And today he broke his club on his drive. Uh, it broke the head of his driver right off, and he still birdied the hole. So, Damn. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened to the club, but it like he hit the ball. The club head went flying, and he like stopped his swing abruptly. Like kind of sawed off his swing there. Club head went flying. And it did his normal bubble slice to the fairway, and he ended up just getting a birdie that hole still with breaking his driver. So, I mean, he likes the course, and I think he'll continue to do well. I'm pulling for him. I'm going to get that victory this week. I put money on him, real money on him this week. Dang. So if he wins, 170 bucks. That's nice. It's... It's a hope. It's a hope and a dream. I'm reaching for it. I hope it happens. It's a possibility. Uh, last little segment here. Something I learned this week. Oh Kevin, do you have a something you learned this week? It's so random. It's even more random than the ACM bullshit I pulled last week. Okay. I like it. I mean, <laughs> we learn all sorts of things during the week. What is this random I just came, thing you learned? came across this... Uh, I said that like 30% of people are now born without wisdom teeth. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? And that like scientists believe that with through evolution, more and more will be born without wisdom teeth, appendix, and uh, pinky toes. Pinky toes? <laughs> Do they just keep shrinking? They just serve no purpose. So basically, they get in the way. Have, just have four toes on each foot, just through evolution here. That's what they said, man. I don't know. What what little piggy's gonna go wee 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 all the way home then? None. If you don't have a pinky toe, yeah, 
there just won't be a wee 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 all the way home. I don't think that's their biggest concern, but well, it should be. They need to start thinking about these kind of things. <laughs> yeah, that story is going to sound yeah. really stupid soon. <laughs> JD, do you have something you learned this week? Maybe not this week, but something you've learned uh, recently, maybe. Yeah. So when I went down, this was my second weekend. This past weekend was my second weekend of going to Iowa. Okay. When I when I first weekend I went down there a few weekends ago. Remember the solo rider that you were talking about, Nick? Mm-hmm. You said that yeah, the course had a solo rider there. Yeah. Yep. So I still cannot believe this fact. I believe that it is true, but anyway, so the not only does the course that we played own the city of Iowa owns it. The city in Iowa that the course is at? Yeah. So there's three courses that it can be at. Okay. Somebody from the city, somebody can transfer it. Let's say it was at the course that we played this past weekend, right? Right. Let's say somebody else wants it at one of the other two courses. They can transport it to that course. It's not owned by the course that. Okay. So it's not like Eagle Glen has their own. This is like the city can put it wherever, pretty much whatever course they want it on because they own it, not the course. Yeah. That's interesting. That's pretty cool. That seems like a, a well, I don't want to, it's kind of the draw of the course is to have a solo rider for people to go to that course maybe. But it seems like a good idea for that to happen, for the ability for one solo rider to be used at multiple places to help promote multiple courses instead of just the one. To help the community in general. It seems like a good idea. Definitely. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, mine's a little off the wall too, Kevin. All right. So um let's let's bring yourself back to medieval Europe. I'm there. Yep, you're there. Close your eyes, open up, here you are. Okay. Um the measurement of a moment. When you think of a moment, how long do you think that is? Really quick, probably. Yeah. Like yeah. A blink. No. Well, a moment is actually 90 seconds. Really? The exact measurement of a moment is 90 seconds. Who says? So back back uh, medieval Europe time, if somebody asked you if you had a moment, can I have a moment of your time? Really what they meant was 90 seconds. Um, I don't know how they came up with this. I don't know why this was it. Uh, but they said that a moment is exactly one fortieth of an hour long, which is 90 seconds apparently. And it's like, why? <laughs> and that's something I can't answer for you. But I came across that, that apparently there is an exact measurement of a moment. All right. That's good to know. So now if someone says, can I have a moment of your time? You look at your clock. Or, yeah. If you someone say- says, you know, They'll be there and like, oh, yeah, just a moment. You actually seconds. bought yourself 90 seconds. We're on countdown now. Yeah. So there is an exact measurement for, yeah, I'll be there in just a moment. <laughs> now you know. When they come knocking on the door, 
Do you have yeah. a moment to talk about our friend? Yeah. Yep. I do. Yeah. <laughs> 90 seconds and then I'm yeah. shutting the door. Exactly. And that, <laughs> when you say that, do you have a moment? Is that, I don't know if it's a TikTok or whatever. Do you, do you have a moment to talk about your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? And it's oh, a yeah. dog running around yeah. with a duck or whatever yeah. it was. I have seen that. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> If you haven't, you probably don't understand what I'm saying. But yes, a moment is 90 seconds, and now you know. And knowing is half the battle. Yeah, that's true. That They do say that as well. JD, that's all I have this week. Do you have any questions for us? I do. Okay. Hit us with them. So I heard from somebody that, you went glow golfing, Nick? Yes, I did. How did that go? It's actually pretty fun. Um, <laughs> I, As you would imagine, it would well, be. Well, I, I could say I went glow golfing, or I could say I bought all the things to glow golf myself. <laughs> so that's the way I'll put it. Um, yeah, I, I bought six glow-in-the-dark balls um, that you turn them on. They're different colors. You have red, white, blue, and green. Then I have lights that go into the cups, so they kind of shine up on the the flag, so you can see that. And then I bought four hundred glow sticks. <laughs> four hundred glow. But sticks. Does that line one hole? That lines the fairways. Yeah. Does do four hundred glow sticks line one hole? You could, and that I mean it'd look really cool. We didn't use four hundred line. We probably use fifty, sixty. Just well, so like, well spaced yeah, out. About every. Eight ten yards. We put another one in the edge of the fairway. Gotcha. And we only went as far back on the green as what the hole was. Didn't go any farther back. Okay. Because there's no reason to see past the hole. If you hit back there, you'll just have to find your ball lighting up in the darkness. Um, so, yep, played uh, glow golf. Um, the, the ball is like hitting a stone. It's not like a normal golf ball. Uh, it's 30% heavier than a normal golf ball. Um, it sounds and feels like you're hitting a rock, but apparently it's it's okay for the clubs. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's pretty fun to just hit into the darkness and watch a blue or green or red white ball just fly through the air. Um, all we did, it was just Sammy and I just trying them out um, just to see you know, what it would be like. We did just hole nine. We played it four times, and I bogeyed it four times. Nice. Yep. You uh, is it easy to read a green in the no. dark? Very difficult. Um, like impossible, I would say. <laughs> uh, but luckily enough, I kind of played hole nine a bit. Right. And where the hole was, I could kind of judge just off memory of what was going to happen. So. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Um, it would be kind of cool. It would be a lot of work to try to set something up for a small group to do that. But it was fun. It, it was. Um, bugs, mosquitoes are kind of a thing, though. Definitely. That was something that, I mean, there wasn't a ton of them, but there was enough that they got irritated. They're irritating mosquitoes. Um, and you know, it's a bad year for ticks. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Um, 
Sammy hit her ball to the right one time into the, the tall stuff. Went directly to the ball because you can find it because it's all lit up. Oh, that is nice. Hit out and got out of the tall stuff. Maybe it was 20 seconds. Got a tick. Just the 20 seconds, one time in there. Huh. So, yeah, had a tick on her. Just a quick trip in and out. Bad year for ticks. I hope that helped or answered your question there. Did you have anything uh, for Kevin at all or just just me? Actually, I've got one for both of okay. you. All right. Have you guys always been in Michigan? Have you always grown up in Michigan? I have. Yep. I've yep. always... Um, <laughs> I've always lived probably within a half hour of where I'm at right now. Yep. I lived in, well, Coleman and Loomis, Mount Pleasant, and Claire. The houses I've been in has always been in that little area. Yeah. Yep. I have always been right around here. Right after I graduated, I went down to North Carolina for like two months. Didn't get any callbacks for any jobs, so. I forgot you did that. I and I missed it. I didn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> no. hmm. Came so, yeah. back. Have you always lived in this area or in Michigan? Yeah, I uh, I actually grew up, or I lived uh, in Mount Pleasant for a little bit. And then I... Uh, Grew up, or also lived in White Birch before this. Okay. So pretty close to this area still. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, kind of other than your two-month stint down there in North Carolina. <laughs> uh, Changed me forever. Pretty much all within a half hour of this area. For all three of us, really. Definitely. Do we have time to share one, one of my favorite JD Open Of course we do. Stories. Of course we do. Give it to us. So, you know the exploding golf balls? Yes, I do. I saw this I've video. never hit one, but I do know of them. So, Brody, years ago, I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. So, he puts it on the ball on the tee. Right. Which I thought was just a normal golf mm-hmm. ball. That's part of the trick, J.D. You, sh- you mean you're not supposed to know. <laughs> I know. So he puts it on the tee. I hit it, and obviously it explodes. Mm-hmm. I thought at first that I had to count it as a stroke. <laughs> well, depending on who you're playing with, you might. If, if you're playing with a nice enough person, I definitely wouldn't count that as a stroke. So what are the chances that you might have uh, an exploding ball this year that we could do it right back to Brody? I don't have one. Ooh, that would have been good, though. <laughs> but but to make the story even better, Nick, I got his wife, Sarah, the next year. Oh, you got her with an exploding ball. I did because she was 
she was also in on it. Oh, okay. Was she, so I got her. Was she the one recording the video that I think was on Facebook? No, my dad. Oh, my dad did okay. that. Okay, I did see the video. Yeah, I thought I seen something on on Facebook about that, but I wasn't sure if that was the one you were talking about. <clears throat> was that on? I think the one I saw was like whole. Was it twelve T box? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think I did see that one then. <laughs> <laughs> and I only bring that story up because Brody tagged me in a post and said he may have something up his sleeve for this weekend. Oh, so we got to keep our eyes open for this one. Yeah. See, kind of. I feel like it's a lot easier to get you with an exploding golf ball than to try to get somebody else with one. Because most people will have their own balls and mark them their own way and everything. So they kind of know their own ball. But we kind of help tee a ball up for you. Then, I mean, we could put anything we wanted on there. (laughs) (laughs) And then, to add to the story, the day of the JD Open, they put... They put a they took put a donut hole on my on the top of my actual golf ball. <laughs> on the tee? In a donut hole? On the on the tee. <laughs> I can't imagine you hit a donut hole very far. <laughs> it exploded almost like the golf ball there. Yeah, I, I believe that yeah, probably didn't go too far. Uh, probably fed some geese with it. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> well, I look forward to uh, playing this year. Two days away, the Friday or today's Friday. We'll do it a uh, Sunday. I hope the weather holds off for you guys. Yeah, I'm hoping so too. Um, no, no. I mean, I don't know if we'll win, but based on our practice round we had, we did pretty well. So our second, right? Our second. So we'll see how we did, and our little practice uh, scramble that we did uh, this past week. We were six under, I think, on the back nine. We were we were six under. Yeah. So we did all right. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's not about winning, but winning's fun too. (laughs) So yeah. So I asked you this. I asked you this. On Tuesday, Nick, but I'm going to ask you again to see if it's changed. Okay. You At first, you had said minus 12 was your comfortable number. Is that still your comfortable number? I think number? if we can get to 12 under, I think that's a big success. Yes. I think we did, we did well. But uh, given the weather that looks like could be uh, happening that day, man, maybe nine under. Would be a pretty good number. I don't know. It looks like some rain. It's going to be wet. Ball's probably not going to roll out very far. Maybe nine under. Oh, no. We're at roll out. None. <laughs> it's going to plug. So maybe nine under. I think I'd be happy with that. I Honestly, be happy with anything under yeah. par. I mean, just out playing, I'm good with. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's why. That's right. I said that. Yeah. All right. Well, again, thank you for uh, asking me to be on your team. I'm looking forward to playing. Uh, thank you for uh, accepting the invite. 
uh, to be on the podcast, talk a little bit uh, about your experience with golf and how everything's going with you, uh, promote the solo rider a little bit more. You know, it's for everybody um, that would like to use it. It's not just JD's cart, even though you're probably going to see him in it 95% of the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, 99. Yeah, probably 99. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you're right. Um, Kevin, thank you for coming in, even though you're feeling under the weather. We heard the sniffles. Yeah, I bet you did. Kind of probably about 10,000 of them. Whole podcast here. Um, congratulations to your son, Will. Oh, poop in the potty. <sighs> thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's a big step. Yep. Uh, you know, hopefully the streak continues. Yes. For that. Um, happy half Christmas, I guess, to everybody today. Um, we will uh, see you guys in the next episode. Uh, thank you for listening. See you later, JD. I'll see you Sunday. I'll see you Sunday. I'm excited. All right. Good. So am I. Kevin, thanks for being here. Yep. Bye.